Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. For those of us who buy a live Christmas tree, it is almost time to make the trip to our local nursery to pick out this year's living room addition. But where do those trees come from? If you're in the South, they likely come from Western North Carolina. Join us at the table as we discuss the Christmas tree farms of North Carolina. Steel Magnolias, the strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South, and we've got plenty of room at our table, so pull up a chair. I came over here today and drove down Main Street. This is the time of year where coming to your house, Lainey, I will always come Main Street because it's starting to look like Christmas. It is. Our town tree has been put up, so the lighting is not till December 1. Yeah, they like tease us for a solid week and a half. I know. But here we are. And we are so excited to talk about live Christmas trees because this is a tradition that we've had in our family for years. Yep. Was this on your list or was this a listener? This was a listener okay. topic and well, I'm then so I, grateful because it's a good one. Then I need to give a shout out to my college roommate, a rowdy gal from Boone, North Carolina, or she lives in Boone, North Carolina now. She's from East Tennessee, and she was my college roommate that I met at freshman orientation. She is such a hoot, y'all. I wish she was sitting here with us. I so wish that. I mean, her accent is precious. Her personality is precious. She's beautiful in every way. We reconnected because I just happened to be looking at some statistics on who listens in the whole country to this podcast. And there was this hub in North Carolina, and I was like, is that Christy? Is she... Mouth of the South over there telling well, everybody she's a to realtor. listen. She may be telling everybody that moves into town. So to yes, thankfully she has been spreading the word over there, in North Carolina. And since we had reconnected, she mentioned this topic because she is a regular listener herself. So she mentioned Christmas tree farms of Ash County was well, one that's the, the ones main she county. wanted to. You know, she's yeah. like, you guys should do this. So here we are. We took the bait. And we're uh, here to I, talk talk about it. Well, I made I did say if you're in the South, your tree likely came from North Carolina, but that's actually very limiting. True. North Carolina Fraser fir trees, in particular, are shipped to every state in the United States, the Caribbean islands, Mexico, Canada, Bermuda, and Japan. Okay. Okay. Maybe even more than that. Just an article I found from Southern Living actually said that. Okay. So, 
20% of all Christmas trees in the U.S. come from North Carolina. The That's only crazy state because with, they're not central. I know. The only state with more is 30% are from Oregon. So they're the number uh, one state. Also not central at all. So Well, you got to have the right. I know you got to have the precipitation and the and rain the right, and the mountains. That's and, right. Yeah. All, all the things. I'm just but, saying that people right. go to that extent, though. They're, they're that good, right? <laughs> that's, exactly that's what right. that's saying, that they're that good. Well, Christmas trees coming, live Christmas trees making their way to the U.S. from the traditions of like Germany that came here. It actually, some of the first Christmas tree farms were up in like New Jersey. Okay. So we're going to focus You're today. more history focused here I than I am. I love it. No, but I just wanted to kind of give a nod that many of the early Christmas tree innovators came from um, like Pennsylvania. In fact, Pennsylvania has the oldest Christmas tree growers association. But we're going to focus on southern Christmas trees, of course, since that's the nature of our show here. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the Wagners. The Wagners farm is featured in North Carolina Century Farms with a Simeon Wagner listed in the 1860 census as a 32-year-old farmer. Now, the Wagner twins, born in 1923, began selling trees from their farm in 1939 for one to two dollars each. Oh, I thought wow. that was cool. Uh, they used the same trade route that their father used to sell vegetables. After the trees were sold, they would start paying their neighbors seventy-five cents for each cedar to then go resell in Greensboro. Okay. So they weren't getting a lot of profit on those, but they still at least wanted to make a little bit of money. Eventually, they also started buying Scotch pine and Canadian balsam that often still had snow in the branches. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? So this was one comment I read about someone speaking about the, the Wagners. This, this lady was saying, in those days, the season was short. It was only about 10 days. So think about that when you think about like tree farm or um, markets going up around your town right now that are about to sell Christmas trees. So their season was about 10 days. Most trees were cedar and they dried out very quickly. And it was customary to wait later to decorate for Christmas. The men would even help Santa deliver a tree on Christmas Eve. So she's still talking about the Wagners here. And they worked in those days through the 24th of December At first, the lot was not open on Sunday until the afternoon Fred and Dot drove up to find someone else selling their trees. Can you imagine? Okay. After that, they sold seven days a week. So the trees sold for about $1 to $5 then. So in the 1950s, the time was ripe in North Carolina for its citizens to produce their own Christmas trees. According to a Progressive Farmer article, four out of five Christmas trees sold in the South in 1964 were from northern states in Canada with an average retail price of $3 per tree. That was a $36 million industry. Now, can you see how we just, from the start of the show when you were talking about how much percent is now from North Carolina and Well, the statistic now, just for North Carolina... Total sales, 86.83 million. Good Lord. So, well, of course, they cost more. Well, yeah. But. Yeah. 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 So, I just think it's interesting because, you know, you think about, like, starting to decorate a tree on Christmas Eve. Well. 
that is so foreign to us, right? Yeah, I mean, people who have the fake trees are already putting them up now. Yes, exactly. Yes. So, in fact, I walked into your husband's office and there was already a Christmas tree in the (laughs) lobby. And I said, oh, the tree's already up. I'm so impressed. Until Barb said... Well, it stays decorated, so all I really have to do is plug it oh in. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, well, and think about that for offices, too, that close down, like, the week before yes. Christmas. Then their timeline's bumped up even more. Well, or- well, I think it's funny because just like in Napa Valley, Cab is king. In North Carolina, Fraser Fur is king. And do you know why? Right? Well, because those needles stay on so nicely, and they're very symmetrical. Very symmetrical, strong branches yeah good for ornaments that's and right that scent yes. is just unmatchable well, they all have a beautiful scent to me just because i love i love all of the juniper the cedar all of them well i've even heard the fraser fir called the cadillac of christmas trees well i can see that it is i can see that and the the needles stay on really nicely they do. and they're just yeah people like it it's nice... really dried out we'll talk about that later if your Fraser fur needles are on the ground it is really dried out that's just so true <laughs> so true well there's other trees that are grown in North Carolina the blue spruce the Canadian hemlock the white and scotch pine you even see some uh, Leland cypress white pine there's many, many different varieties, yeah, yeah. but Fraser fir is king. Yes, for sure. I liked how you put that with the Napa Valley. You know how you yes. always hear Cab is king, yes. Cab is king in Napa Valley. That's so true. Oh, Cab from Napa <laughs> Valley sounds pretty good right now. We're recording a little later than usual. So, as you mentioned, Ash County is the ma- main county, mm-hmm. which if you don't know where that is, because I didn't either, I had to look it up, but it's Boone and Blowing Rock. Yes. That whole high country region. Yes. As they call Glorious it. cities to visit apart from any apart of the Christmas, Christmas tree talk tree we're having. Yes. Now I'm talked with a Beth Hewitt of the Hewitt Nursery here in Franklin, wonderful nursery. And I ask her, what do y'all look for? Because they actually go over to Boone to get the trees. They pick them out. And then they bring them with them? Or it's like... I'm sure it's loaded onto a tractor trailer, I'm assuming. I just didn't know if she physically watches them all get cut down. And yeah, I mean, because in some instance, I guess there just have to be like a honor system of we want these yeah and those are the ones that actually come that's right right? well so she said you know basically they're looking for symmetrical people usually want a symmetrical tree there's certain heights that they're looking for and they even have some clients and customers that come every year Mm -hmm. so they know this this business wants a 16 foot tree gosh so we'll go ahead and mark yeah this one is theirs and make sure they like it yeah uh, that kind of thing. So wow. they have some who they know that they're looking for. And then they're just going to get a lot that are heights that would be for your average ho- home. Yeah, yeah. The six to eight foot. Is that about what? Yeah. Most six, people. Eight, are, nine. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, the w- one that she mentioned that was really sweet was for a um, assist, like an assisted living kind of Aww. place. And she said they always get a 16 foot tree. Wow. They always flock it for them. Wow. And then on the day that they make the delivery, and she said it takes eight or nine people to deliver it and get it up yeah. in the stand when it's that big. 
they do it when the residents are all eating dinner. And then after they come out from dinner, the tree is there and they all decorate it together. So I think that is just the sweetest tradition. This is so interesting to think about because my husband and I get along so well, but the only time it gets a little tense is getting that tree in the the tree stand. stand. So to have the weight of here are seniors that, are finishing dinner we got to have this tree up in a matter of this amount of time that's why there's eight or nine and of it's them. <laughs> 16 feet i cannot handle that pressure when she wow. said that they flocked it for him i'm like i might want to do that sometime i just love that <laughs> great is so beautiful now lenny has a new idea cha-ching cha-ching <laughs> cha-ching anyhow i often do mine the Friday or Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think that's when a lot of people like to go get their trees. And sometimes there's extra, you know, Santa may be there. Or they have yes. hot cocoa or that kind of thing. If you're going to just a Home Depot or a Lowe's, they're not going to have that. But they will usually help you, you know, get it, get it on, your on car. the car. And, and they'll give you thing. trimmings a lot of times, too. Yes. In fact, if you're not getting a live tree, um, you can still go by greenery. Yeah. There at a nursery or yeah. any any kind of place like that. They'll have the wreaths and the greenery. Last year was a little uh, harder to find it. I don't know if it was weather. Maybe. Had made it more scarce or that kind of thing. I just think it's funny how many people don't want the trimmings. I mean, oh. you and I are like getting our arm full like, of any whatever. I can have. Yeah. I'm like, is this bin over here up for grabs? I we want all it of it. I stick it in every empty pot because all my, you know, all my pots are empty right now because everything froze and yes. died. Yes. So I'll stick it in anything. Cut a little more magnolia and, mm-hmm. you know, just Some make a mixture. Oh, yes. So lovely. You don't even need a Christmas candle at that point. That's true. It's so fragrant. That is okay. so true. Well... I loved some of the some of these statistics. First of all, the total trees cut in North Carolina, one article that I found said it was over 4 million. Wow. Total farms in North Carolina, 854. Total acres in production was over 38,000 acres just wow. for Christmas tree farms. So, and wow. North Carolina even has its own Christmas tree association. So I guess there's a national one, and then maybe some of the states have them as well. Yeah, and yeah, and then even the Ash County Christmas Tree Association is a thing. Okay. So actually, they're the ones that I heard that term, Cadillac of Christmas trees. Okay. <laughs> the majestic <laughs> Fraser fir. So I thought this was interesting. So um, my friend Christy, my roommate from college that told us about this topic, she said, I mean, really, as soon as November 1st, you start seeing two to four Christmas trees tied on to some cars wow. from states like Florida, oh my goodness. all these other places. How are they not brown? By the Christmas biggest, Day? well, the biggest uh, time of year would be that after Thanksgiving, yeah, like yeah. you were just saying. But yeah, she was like, right after Halloween, we start, start seeing, wow. she was telling me she saw one shoved into a Porsche one time. Oh, and I mean, people now do that's hilarious. whatever they have to. She's even, imagine this. So she's a realtor. So she's out on a lot of properties a lot of the time in her work, but her and her daughter even saw them cutting trees from the hillside once. And she was just talking about 
just what an amazing operation so I it had, was. I had found some information on that. Yes, because a lot apparently they grow really where well in the mountainside. Yes. One thing that I think is pretty interesting to think about in this field is the labor force. Well, first of all, you know, there's it takes a certain number for just the harvesting, and then. You know, the closer it's getting, the more employees it's taking. For sure, yes. So if, you know, throughout the year, there's got to be some people that are pruning. And yes. Doing yes. all of that kind of work. But, yeah. Do we know uh, approximately how long it takes a Christmas tree to, like, become a enough yes. to be a tree? I mean, I'm sure it can, you know go a little longer but do you I've have got do you some, know that i've got some information okay. on that so the very first growing season for a fraser fir the seedling only grows one inch tall whoa <laughs> wow and then when a fraser fir seedling is six inches tall that's when they plant it in a new bed or a larger container to okay. grow for two more flushes okay before being planted in the field Okay. So, okay. Those first few years, it's not even out in the field. Okay. Because think about like if there's any like grass growing, yeah. it's easy to choke it out. For sure. Any yeah. of those harsh conditions. Yeah. So it's probably going to take a few years before it even gets planted out there. Okay. So yeah, now it's already three or four. That's right. Wow. And then it's my understanding the average eight foot Christmas tree is about 10 to 12 years old. Whoa. Okay. And then if you're talking about, well, I'm going to mention one tree in particular that's famous later and I'll tell how long, how old it is. Okay. Well, I thought this was interesting. Sorry. Did I? No. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So I mentioned Christy being a realtor. So she has a property under contract right now that still has a remaining Christmas tree lease on it. And I was like, what do you mean, a Christmas tree lease? And she said, well, farmers will lease the land to grow Christmas trees beyond like what they might own themselves yes, or, you yes. know, because they just need land, right? Yes. And this this is the prime soils and conditions to okay. grow these in. So they'll lease somebody's land yes. to grow a tree on. Well, since it takes so long to grow trees, sometimes that property changes hands. Okay. Okay. So the rule is that before the trees, um, if they haven't been harvested, the buyer has to honor the lease. Okay. And let them grow to fullness. grow to fruition, and then they get some sort of nominal cut of the trees once they're matured. She was like, I mean, like pennies, like a dollar fifty a tree. Oh wow! That okay. that the owner, yeah, yeah, gets would get for of that yeah, land. yeah, per tree. <laughs> Um, now, I don't know what the rental agreement is for the leasing. Yeah. I'm just talking about like the sale of each. Right? I think that happens with farming in general. But this is interesting to think but about it's so with many Christmas years. trees because it's so many years. Yeah. Because if it's corn, it's getting right. cut down yeah. that year. Yeah. I've never thought of that. Yeah, because really I mean, a lot of people aren't going to be in a property, you know, well... It just, I guess it would all depend on when it was in the ground. So yeah, that I'm sure that's really a big thing. Fascinating. It's also a total side note, but I had asked a realtor one time about what do you do if you are wanting to sell a home, but you have a garden full of 50 year old peonies. And she said, you have to get them up before, before you start showing, Ooh, you know, good to know. And so she I've said, you, some- she said, you need a friend that, you know. We'll help you until you transition to the next place. 
That sounds like its own business. Like a right? like these storage places that yeah. are such. We have your greenhouse. We've got for your, your yeah. Come bring us your green. Well, st- the storage wars that television that's show hilarious. that's so popular. We could have the greenhouse wars. Well, you know, one thing that I learned in a TED talk one time. I learned a lot from TED talks, but they're so good. The um, one tree in a yard or in a city block or something does so much for the oxygen. Oh, you know, yeah. of the it, like just yeah. pulling that carbon dioxide out and all yeah. of that. And so I did read that Christmas trees in Ash County provide enough daily oxygen for 216,000 people. Wow. I just think that's awesome. That it's just feels refreshing. Air, right? I know. In the midst of cold breathing. and flu season, that's where I want to be. Right? Breathing some good air. Now, North Carolina's Christmas trees are quite renowned. Now, it's no surprise that the beautiful Biltmore would pull their tree from a from a local farm. Yeah. That's whose tree I was going to mention. They usually have a 30-foot tall Good tree Lord. in that grand ballroom. Yeah. Yeah. And that tree is usually about 30 years old. Good Lord. Wow. So they always get theirs. They have a long-standing relationship with Andrew's Nursery, which is in Newland, North Carolina. And so you'll, we'll have to link to our Biltmore episode yes. on the in the show notes because we also talked about how they actually have two trees every Christmas, two in that banquet hall. Yeah. The um, one replaces the other. One replaces the other because they get deck started November first. Yeah, and then towards the end of November, they're going to work those ticket sales as long as they can. When it's closed, that tree gets undecorated, taken down. New tree, thirty foot tall, comes in, decorated again before opening the next morning. Yeah, you gotta love decorating to be on that staff. I mean, because that would be really hard. That first round, knowing this is just coming down in just a few weeks. And it's 500 Edison-style lights and 500 ornaments inspired by the very first Christmas tree in 1895. So that's a lot of decorating. Wow. <laughs> it sure is. And decorating again. Now, other places. Yeah, so get the- many of the Christmas trees that have been at the White House are yes. also from North Carolina, including this year's. Fraser fir from Fleetwood, North Carolina. Cool. So, I think it's funny you're you're dropping the names of the cities and the farms because that's a big deal. Oh, like yeah, Christy I'm was sure. saying, like you you put that out there of where your trees from, like and where the okay. what farm, like where, when you've got like if you're a business in the area, like here's where we get our trees from. Like you that is tout so cute. where you got your tree from. That's awesome. And she was also telling me, you know, this is such a fun time to visit this area because, like in Blowing Rock, for instance. They're pumping out fake snow right now. So, like, don't just come get your Christmas tree. You can come and ski or snowboard while you're doing some Christmas shopping. How fun. She mentioned that there is, um, what was the name of that city? West Jefferson, she said, is super a super cute area. Uh, they've got several, like, real specialty food stores, boutiques, restaurants. So, yeah, you could really make... I mean, I think we all kind of have that Griswold family Christmas vacation (laughs) moment in our head, right? When we think about a family going to cut down a Christmas tree. But you really could build a lot around 
if you were actually to physically go yourself because they have those options to choose even as an individual you don't have to that yeah you don't have you to don't be have coming to have, with your tractor trailer yes, to fill yes, full of trees yeah. they sell wholesale but they sell retail and they'll let you choose and cut your own or they'll have it cut for you or like we were saying a lot of your nurseries around you probably have some that came there from there anyway I thought it was interesting. I love all these little facts and things, but um, a tractor trailer can hold about six to eight hundred. Whoa, trees! So you know your local nursery probably fills up a whole wow tractor trailer full of them. Wow, I know. And you know, I'm such a nerd, but I was thinking, isn't it special to think about like as you're putting up your own tree, what was its route? Like, you know, where did mm-hmm. it come from? We don't necessarily mm-hmm. know that, but. That it was out in that field and got picked, and then all of a sudden it was in Franklin and yes, or whatever your sweet town is. And you're reminding me actually your, of a children's book that I loved that I got. I don't know when I was like, I know what third, book it is. Why Christmas, why Christmas trees aren't perfect. That's right. Yes, and it's so great. That's yes, a good that's book. A, if you have, highly recommend that one. Read that one There's, before. Lots of reasons why they have their little quirks Mm -hmm. and it makes them special. Actually, Beth Hewitt said that she even has some customers that come in and and ask, do you have something really ugly like a Charlie Brown tree? We want an ugly one. She's like, we don't have any ugly ones, but you look around and pick what you think, you know, because sometimes they do have little quirks yeah yeah you're right i mean there can be some funky branches a funky top to it and it there may there's probably some fun reason why yeah it had a nest sitting in it or it had a true yeah who knows i remember one time you know i always think i'm gonna get something bigger than i should and i love a tall tree but i love a fat tree you like and she said they look for more thinner ones because people usually like thinner because it takes up so much that's, space that's how we are at my house whereas i'm like bring in the chunk chunk i just <laughs> want it like you have to walk around it anyhow i had one one time that just had that one piece that was you know how the top yeah is really long yes and i didn't realize how tall it was and i just bring it in because it was just me i have it in the stand and i'm pulling it in and it makes this long oh, mark gosh. across the oh, ceiling gosh yeah nice not cool yeah i mean because you could have them trim that at the you can have them trim whatever trim however you want yeah (laughs) and i do because i'm i know i'm gonna have like a angel or a star (laughs) or something so i need a good amount of gap from ceiling to topper you have to think about all this kind of stuff i've had to even trim it more myself when i've gotten home yeah we have um we're pretty regular on our watering because we're a little hyper about that. Now, th- our friend Michelle gave us this really cool, or she gave me one. I don't know if she you got one. She give me one. <laughs> she didn't get one. Nice, Laura Beth. Okay. Well, it's this tube uh-huh. that you stick in the back of the tree and like stick it right into your tree stand. Uh-huh. And it has a little funnel on the top. So you don't have to get so in the you're floor? you're pouring water. I'm still getting in the floor. Are you serious? I thought she gave you one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm still getting in the floor. <laughs> what I do is I like to have a quart. Because if you have a two liter or three liter of water, it's really hard to tip yeah. it up and not spill yes. it. So yes. I like to get like a quart. Yes. Yeah, I'm still in the floor. <laughs> Pouring. Moving, moving gifts. Moving okay, gifts. Okay, well, I got moving. a gift idea for you. <laughs> for sure. Well, anyhow, when you very first get that thing home, it is going to be drinking up the water yes. too. Because it's been 
cut a while back. Yes. I mean, you know, a few weeks. Yes. And so oftentimes they'll give that that bottom. They sh- it's like they're giving it a fresh. Yeah, what, maybe what you we call should that? talk about yeah. how you care for a yeah, real tree. Let's do. Yeah. I mean, just a few tips in case you want to try this for the first time. Yes. It is wonderful. Oh, first timers, come on. Come on. <laughs> Join get you the club. A tree. Join yes. the club. Well, you should have them remove at least a half an inch from the base. They'll usually ask, do you want us to cut yeah. a little off the bottom? You should. You definitely want them to do that. Just like when you bring fresh flowers in. Yes. You want to trim just a tiny bit because it just helps. It will help them, them last longer. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's the first thing. And then you really need to check and keep the water throughout the Christmas season. Keep the water yeah. nice and full. But especially those first, I would say the first week, yeah. it's just drinking a lot yes. more. Later, you'll get to where you just stick your finger in there and you're like, you're okay, like, oh, it's still good. It's still good. Yeah. But it takes those those first, I'd say, 48 hours at least. Yeah. It's going to be drinking a lot. And if you've got a dog, make sure the dog's not drinking the water. Oh, my god. Also a Christmas vacation <laughs> reference. <laughs> I, I have a tree skirt around mine, so I don't think Libby even knows yeah. about that. Yeah. Now, all that is needed is just plain tap water. I think there's some, you know, rumors of putting sugar in there or cola and stuff like that to preserve freshness. Just fresh water is all yeah, it needs. Yeah, I think it doesn't I've heard need sugar any of too. That stuff. No, it doesn't. And you want to make sure that it's in um, a cool area away from drafts and potential sources of warm air. You don't yeah. want any of that. Oh, gosh, and no. I will tell you, I even had mine. I used to have mine right next to the thermostat. Yeah. I didn't think anything about that. But the heat from the lights would mess up yeah, what the it thermostat was, than was it reading. Was. And I'd be freezing cold in other parts of the house. Yeah. So like, I don't what are you put talking it there about? anymore. Your house is nice and warm. <laughs> it's cozy in this corner. If that's happening, that might be why. And also, I mean, I think this is pretty obvious, but you don't want it near a fireplace. Yeah. Or even near um, heaters or televisions, because when it gets really dry, you just Mm. don't want it near anything that's a heat source. That's true. So, but don't be afraid of them. Join the club. It's so fun. It is so fun. It it just, it's, it's funny that when you step back and think about bringing something live into your, like a live tree into your house, like. The genesis of that whole concept, I think it started with, I think they used to put like apples or roses on them and real candles and things like that. Right? Real candles. I just can't even. So it is funny when you step way back and think about like, what a funny tradition, but hey, it's here and I'm, I'm here for it. So it's special. It's really special to have a live tree. North Carolina is a beautiful state for so many reasons. But thank you, North Carolina, for being the provider of so many of our Christmas trees. Yes. That's a special, special nod. Grateful for the economy boost that it gives them. But it does. It brings such happiness to a lot of us get nutrients from farmers that bring crops. But this is just pure happiness. That's right. Okay. Well, is that... I think we've covered the gamut here. Okay. Well, we hope that you guys do have a great Thanksgiving week with your families and Christmas shopping. It's upon us. It's here. I'm getting 25 catalogs a week, I think. My goodness. <laughs> well, pass them to me. I don't get, a, get as many as I you don't do. know. Some of these, I'm like, where did you even get my name? Word is out. <laughs> She's a shopper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all have a great week. Peace be with y'all.